Well, the guys are back in studio after broadcasting live from Super Bowl's Radio Row in downtown Phoenix. Uh, they didn't exactly leave unscathed. Here's Gatos and Chad. So listen to this story. You ready? So Pablo and I are we're leaving the broadcast booth. I almost ended somebody's life last night, right? So get this. We're we go to the parking garage and we get the car and so we're we're leaving. Now it's a mess down there. It's six o'clock, it's almost dinner time. And so you know, there's so many people walking around. People are looking for restaurants. This is when everybody's out. They're hungry. Yeah. It's happy hour. You know, and there's the, scooters and trains and yeah. all kinds of stuff. Yeah. One-way and, streets. And keep in mind, the streets are mostly closed. Mm-hmm. And so you can't really make a right turn almost anywhere. So we leave Radio Row. Pablo and I get in the car and we pull out of, of, the, of the parking garage and we go right up to the light. And it's a red light. And so we're looking around and, okay, you know, there's so many people walking around. Even though it's a red light, Becky Lynn, there was a cop there that was making sure, you know, people weren't, you know, walking across the street. or it, It's that crowded yeah, yeah. that not only is it a red light, but now you've got a cop in front of you. So we're waiting. We're waiting. And so uh, we're waiting for the light to turn. And the light finally turns green. And there's a bit of a pause because, you know, the cop has to move out of the way. And it's really a one-way street. It's a one-lane car. So I step off the brake, and I'm ready to punch this thing. Because, you know, I get... I've been sitting there for a long time. Dozens of people have walked right by my car. And as soon as I'm getting ready to, to hit the gas... This guy walks right out in front of my car in the most crazy outfit you've ever seen. Oh my goodness! He's he's in this white, like it was it was sparkly, and 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 so I I'd hit the gas just to, just like a second, and then I had to hit the brake because he's jaywalking, and 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 it, and in front of us is Flava Flav. Boy, really. He was jaywalking. He walked right in front of the car. Did he even look at your car? Did he know that you almost ran over him? Because he faced it. And I'm telling you, I think I have a very, 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 very small scratch that came from his clock necklace. I was going to say, was he wearing the clock? Clock necklace. It's a good thing he was wearing all those sparkles. Helped you see him. I I couldn't believe it. I almost ran. uh, Now, you saw him because you left the same time we did. Yeah, I got out before you guys. And I was down the street with him and his entourage. Did you see the girl? was with? Yes, yes. She was seven feet tall, yes. Becky Lynn. Wow. Well, or five foot five, because you've realized that in real life that uh, not everybody there is as big as you think they are, right? Uh, oh, like, so you're saying that he's he was like, you know, five three. Was, <laughs> they could have been. Oh, Those are just regular, right. actual little clocks on him. They're <laughs> not actually big <laughs> clocks. They just look. But I saw him down there, and I'm like, you cannot miss the guy. Because <laughs> And all I saw not. originally walking, because I didn't see it, and then I'm like, I see this big thing, and I see his hats on the side. I was like, ah, oh, flavor. But yeah, he was with the, he had a little bit of an entourage. I ran into Joy uh, uh, Joy Taylor, who is another big sports person, and her brother is this giant football player. She walked by me, and she's beautiful. She couldn't be more than five feet tall. Like somebody got no height jeans. Yeah, yeah. Everybody you think in you know on television, the famous people are you know tall. They're all like five two. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So after I hit the brakes. I'm thinking, because you know who it is. I'm thinking, do I honk Flava Flav? Because I honk everybody. I was hot. Oh, Bob, I don't know if you just heard that. 
The Pablo, I heard it through the glass. Pablo goes, yeah, he does. He haunts everybody. I listen. Did, so did you honk him? I did not honk him. But what Pablo does, he, he, he rolls the window down. He starts having a conversation with him about the Grammys. Because Flava Flav was at the Grammys. So he starts, it's a green light. And and I'm like, I don't know what to do. I had to distract him because he was, I, I don't know what he was going to do to you. Uh, what is he, what is Flava Flav going to do to me? I mean. I, you almost ran him over. I, know, I don't know. I know. But you had this conversation. You're like, man, I loved you at the Grammys. And, and Flavor's talking back and Pablo. And I'm like, listen, I got to go. The cop is telling me to go. The light is green. Boy. And so, and that, so I almost killed Flava. A flame. Yeah, boy. It was hilarious. This one, uh, this was about what thirty seconds total. It this felt, whole, it <laughs> felt like an eternity. <laughs> it felt like an absolute etern- eternity. Yeah, All right. boy. You know, it's funny because you know when you go out in public and you think you see somebody famous and you're like, you know, hey, I think that's so and so. I think that's so and so, but I'm not sure. You can't miss. No, you know him. When it's Flava Flav. No, no. You cannot miss. Yes, he d- I was going to say. When it's Flav, you can't yeah, miss you can't. it. He's never you, without you, the clock. Ever. Right, because I didn't, because it looked like him. Do you and think then he I, sleeps in a clock? Do you I think he has a nighttime clock? I literally looked for the clock to, to see if it was him, and it was, and he left a small little, very, very small little scratch on my car. Wow. Now I may have to take in mm. again and get it buffed. Are you going to have to, uh, oh, or just leave it there so you can tell this no. riveting story to oh, everybody I, that I, you come in contact Almost ran over one of the great hip hop artists of our time. So you've ran, almost ran over one, and then you uh, sat a jacuzzi with who? Ludacris. That's right. That's right. Yeah, Yeah. Ludacris was great. He was fantastic. I love Ludacris. He had. uh, He was awesome. That was what a couple years ago. That was a couple years ago. I I vacationed with Ludacris. If if you know, accidentally, but yes. Well, you don't have to say accidentally on the air. Let everybody think that I actually Mm. went and did it. I mean, nobody does. Okay. okay. Well, you could have left it up. Okay, you're probably right. So I'm glad Flava Flav is okay. I didn't kill him. I almost ran him over. Oh my my god! How hilarious would it be if you killed Flava Flav? Today would have been so hilarious. Uh, Gators won't be in today because he killed Public Enemy. Yeah, and now he is Public Enemy. I'm in jail. <laughs> exactly. I'm in jail. Hey, he was driving the Mercedes. Did you? And he was sitting there looking at me, and then he crushed me. <laughs> did we make sure that there's no curse words in this? No, we didn't right. make sure. But well, just play it anyway. All right. At 5:22 in the Greater Phoenix area, I'm getting all of these texts into the radio station. From some of you that also saw Flava Flav in downtown Phoenix. I wonder where he went after I almost killed him. I mean, I would just, I'm just curious. Where are you going? Because, you know, if he ever puts out another album, you should thank me. I didn't hit him. My driving skills are so good that I did not plow right into my good, close, personal friend now, Flava Flav. And uh, goodness gracious. I almost got blinded. By his outfit, the sparkly white suit he was wearing is unreal. But a lot of you are saying, yes, I'm in uh, downtown Phoenix. Yeah, this place is just crawling with uh, every, anyone who's anyone. And, you know, just try not to, you know, uh, try not to walk in front of my car. Uh, that'd be the best thing for, for everybody. All right. Uh, if you think that's crazy, coming up next. Remember the guy who scaled the... Um, 
what was it, the old Chase building in downtown Phoenix? That dude's coming on the air with us next. He, is he pro-abortion or against? Is he against abortion? Is he pro? I don't know what he is. He did. He's an activist for he either likes abortion or doesn't like abortion. I don't remember. But he scaled the building and he's decided to come on the air with us. Uh, I, I'm going to you'll like my first question. I don't know if he will, but you will. Coming up next. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. You remember the guy who climbed up the uh, old Chase building? I in, do. In downtown Phoenix. and he Pro-life got, Spider-Man. He got he was all the way from the bottom. He What was there, like a, a nook, if you would say, a crevice? Yes, and a breakfast nook. He shimmied his way from the bottom all the way to the top. He's an activist, and he got arrested for it, and, and he's on the phone. Do you want to talk to him? Let's talk to him. All right, joining us now is, uh, is the Spider-Man guy, Mason Deschamps. Mason, how are you today? Doing great. Thanks for having me on your show. What are you doing climbing a building during the Super Bowl? What is the matter with you? <laughs> well, you know, I'm just trying to save babies and get the word out that uh, unborn babies' lives matter, you know? Yeah, but how do you save a baby by bringing the whole fire department out there to help rescue you? And you, you caused the craziness downtown, man. You got to know that. How does that save a baby? By coming on a show like yours and saying go to letthemlive.org to donate. So your whole goal of doing this is all about bringing attention to 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 being pro-life. Yes, yes. And, uh, yeah, of course, raising money for women who are in crisis pregnancy and need the help. And, but yeah, it's, a, it's an issue that is um, really needing the, the attention. Well, you got the attention. Uh, you weren't a fan of the fire department. Well, you know, the fire department was really nice. I don't think they were they're fans of me. Um but, you know, it's, it's one of those things that I, I wish they didn't come out, but uh, it's just part of the, part of the, uh, the journey, I guess. <laughs> you understand they came out because, uh, you know, you're, you're climbing a side of a, of a giant, huge building. Mm. That's kind of their gig. Plus, it's Super Bowl week, and I don't know if you're aware of this, and you were downtown, and you saw everything because you had quite a view. Uh, the fire department and police are everywhere. Oh yeah, it's. I like to describe it like what feeling, what climbing a skyscraper feels like outside of the climbing aspect. It feels like playing Grand Theft Auto, but in real life, it's kind of crazy and hectic. You got to learn, I guess, to ignore everything that's going on around you, just sort of focus on the climbing. So Mason Deschamps is joining us. He is the guy who scaled the forty-story, four hundred eighty-three foot Chase Tower in downtown Phoenix. You kind of cost tax taxpayers some money they had to go out there and you know that's not very fair is it well i think when you look at the millions and millions of dollars that uh of taxpayer dollars that is spent on the abortion industry i don't think it's that big of a deal to um you know cost the taxpayers dollars to save lives instead of destroying them now i I wish that the police and the fire department wouldn't have to come out well what did you expect them to do you had to think this thing through. I mean, you didn't think you were just... Yeah, you've done this before. You yeah. know you know the game. You know what's going to happen. Oh, yeah, I know what's going to happen. But it's one of those things, like, I, I, I don't personally feel that responsible for it because, uh, you know, again, like, it's what I do isn't actually legal. The way the trespassing laws work and everything like that, 
um, it's it's not actually illegal. So if they come out, it's it's you know more by by their will. But that said, like I, I think that the lives of these children is worth the sacrifice. It is worth um, taking these kind of risks and, and getting this kind of attention because if we don't do stuff like this, then children will die. And I think that's so. If a you bad, didn't climb the building, reality. So if you didn't climb the building, kids are going to get aborted. We're raising money for these women. No, no, answer, answer the question, though. You thought, I'll climb the building and kids will stop getting aborted. That's what, that's what you thought. Many kids have not been aborted because of what I've done. I mean, I personally raised money for about four women so far. And also, mm-hmm. many women have called in because of seeing me on TV and seeing what I've done. And they've canceled their abortions and received care through Let Them Live. So I know what I'm doing mm-hmm. is working. Do you think one day you'll see one of those kids and go, you're welcome? I climbed the building for you. (laughs) Well, so I was actually planning on bringing one of the babies I saved on Tucker Carlson. But sadly, I was in I was in jail and we had to postpone the interview. What did you get charged uh, with, by the way? Yeah. What did you get charged with? Trespassing and criminal nuisance. But uh, hopefully we'll win in court. Uh, I've got some some good lawyers who volunteer for me. So I'm very thankful and, and blessed by that. Okay, you're you're against abortion, and and that's all fine. But you know, I asked some people who are also against abortion what they think of you, and they think you're a goofball, man. I mean, I'm not trying to be mean. I actually asked some people. You know, they're like, "So what? He climbed a building. He's doing it for himself. He likes to get his name out there." Uh, you know, Chad and I are stupid enough to put you on. <laughs> so, are you going to climb something next year in Las Vegas? Oh, I don't know. My lawyer says not to comment about anything like that. That's a yes. Yeah. Look are forward you gonna, to you next year. Are you uh, going to climb State Farm Stadium in Glendale? Because that's where the Super Bowl is. That'd be good. <laughs> well, my my uh, the judge uh, when I met to get my bond yeah. said that I'm not allowed to climb any buildings. Okay, my court case. So okay, okay. All right, well, it's stay, a stadium, but we should yeah. be okay. Stay on the ground, Mason. All right. Well, well, thanks for joining us. Yep. God bless you guys. All right, Mason Deschamps. Listen, I appreciate the guy's passion on the, on the issue. I just don't like the way he got the attention. That's all. All right, coming up next, it is story time. The Gatos and Chad Show. We've given you 19 hours, 45 minutes of news this week. So coming up next, we're going to share something from our personal lives. And I'll just give you, you, my, you know what I'm going to talk about, right? It's Friday, Phoenix Open. Remember when I almost started a riot at the Phoenix Open? Mm-hmm. That story next. <laughs> Story time on the Gatos and Chat Show. After giving you 19 hours and 45 minutes of news this week, the guys give you an inside look at their personal lives. Oh, end of the show on Friday, we get warm and fuzzy. We'll take you inside our personal lives, tell you what's going on. Uh, at this point uh, of the year with the Phoenix Open here, Chad. Yes. Uh, I always at this time like to tell the story of when I almost started a riot at the Phoenix Open. It's oh. something, I, something I tell yearly. Early in my broadcast career, if you, if you will, it had to be the early 2000s. I was doing a little Saturday show here at KTAR. Okay. Right. So you weren't full-time, no, nighttime no. guy. You weren't doing no, this. No, this, no. this is just getting going. Not prime time. No, no. So I was doing a little show on Saturday, and they said, Gatos, would you like to go out to the Phoenix Open? I said, absolutely. So uh, I did a remote uh, broadcast from the uh, Phoenix Open. On the way there, Arizona's own Phil Mickelson had just blown it. Now, uh, Phil Mickelson... People love him here, and I yeah. and I get why they he love him. He went to him. ASU, sure, star, hometown guy. 
I got to the Open, and I was starting to do my show. And obviously, if you're from the at the Phoenix Open, you're going to talk about what's going on. And Phil Mickelson had just royally blew it. And I think this is before he won any major. Yeah. And he was the guy that just couldn't win the big one. I was upset. Okay. And, I, and I went after Phil Mickelson hard. <clears throat> now, what I didn't realize is that at the Phoenix Open, they had speakers set up for all to hear. I thought, I'm in front of my table. I'm doing my radio show. People in their cars can hear it. That was not necessarily the case. So just think about it. Everyone there is a Phil Mickelson fan. And they're hearing me blast this guy. And by the way, he deserved to be blasted. I'm blasting this guy. And all of a sudden, I start getting heckled. This was people starting to come to the table. They were upset with me. They were angry at me. They started screaming at me. And you could hear it over into my mic over the radio. You could you could literally hear it. And I'm putting my head, my hands over my headphones to try and concentrate on the show. But there are dozens of people that are that are they're screaming at me. And it came to a point where I came with two of my friends. They were both firefighters. They had to get in front of my table and move the people out because I thought that they were going to hurt me because of what I was saying about Phil Nicholson. And it got so bad. This woman walks by the table. And this was like an 80-year-old woman at the open who you don't see. And she looked at me right in my eyes. And she flipped the bird and said, blank you, Gatos. Nice. Let me just tell the end of the story. Back here at the radio station, my producer that day was a woman named Rosemary Scarfo. And she was a former nun. A a tiny little lady, yes. And the calls that were coming into the station that she had to answer, uh, she was getting cursed out. To How could you put this guy on the air? He's, he's killing Phil Mickelson. And, and Rosemary is the sweetest you know, woman on, on the planet. Um, left the show that day and told me the following Monday, because of you, Gatos, I drank a whole bottle of red wine. It's the only way I could get through the day after you ruined my weekend. So... Not only did I ruin everybody's weekend, apparently. You ruined hers. I ruined hers. Former nun. She doesn't pray for me anymore. (laughs) I almost got my rear end kicked at the open. I almost started a riot. And uh, I am not allowed to broadcast from there uh, ever again. Yeah. This is story time in the Gatos and Chad show. This weekend's big weekend. Next weekend, we're going out to see Jack. Pretty excited about that uh, uh, for hockey. Uh, But this weekend's a big weekend for Charlie and I. Because you see, Charlie wants to be a YouTube star. (laughs) Of course. Charlie got a new iTab, as she calls it. It's just a tablet. But she's now carries her tripod everywhere with her, <laughs> sets up her little thing. She's four. And does all of these shots. I was talking to my wife yesterday. I said, how's it come along? She says, we're working really, really hard right now, really, really hard on uh, just trying to get some stuff done inside the house. But it's hard because Charlie's shooting everything, <laughs> and she wants us all to participate. Uh-huh. I said, I understand. Uh, so far today, I've been sent about, uh, well, you know, like if we were filming in a movie, I've, I've got a lot of dailies today. I don't you know will. what that means. Dailies are, we shot, you know, 12 minutes of the movie. It's going to be cut down to one. Here's all the dailies of what are this Are you editing like. this stuff? I am, yes. This weekend, oh. I'll be editing up some of Charlie's new stuff. Goodness. Because she wants it all. She's like, Dad, can I have music? I want, an, <laughs> I want some writing on. On there, this is she is working on. She's doing flips. She's trying everything. Check out my new dance. It's great. This is what my weekend will be. And then she says to me, 
when we go golfing this weekend, I'm taking my uh, my my iTab so I can film us <laughs> doing fun stuff on the golf cart. Because <laughs> we got to do golf cart stuff, Dad. Because that's going to be part of my thing, Dad. I got a lot of stuff going on. This is going to be big. She's the next TikToker. This is her dream. This is her dream. She loves it. And oh my we're, gosh. we're 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 you know what? If this is what she wants to do, we'll film it. <laughs> uh, she has no idea wh- how to post anything. She doesn't know any of that stuff. But she thinks everything she does is going out live to the world. Oh my gosh. That is fantastic. Should take her out to the Phoenix Open. I'm going out there on Sunday, but we will not be doing that because okay. I would like to enjoy a bit of that rather than go. her scream at the golfers. All right. That is story time on the Gatos and Chad show. And we are out of time. Uh, so coming up next is uh, Becky Lynn. She's got Arizona's evening news. Enjoy the Open. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Unfortunately, I think the Eagles are going I to win. I think the Eagles 31-24 is my uh, All right. Score. We'll see if you're right on Monday. We'll see you then at 2. Have a good weekend, man. Thank you, brother.